0: Do you believe in your business and want it to grow quicker? Make more sales, scale the business? (laughs) Yeah, me too. I just love helping women in business and I want your business to be the best it can possibly be. You can expect truthful accounts of the highs and lows of business. Struggles, traumas, epic highlights and priceless moments. I'll be sharing how this busy mum scaled a business from a local class in a village hall to 60 franchisees internationally. So let's get started. I'm Charlie Day, and you're listening to the Entrepreneurs Growth Club podcast. This episode is sponsored by Joe Middleton, founder of Franchise Business School, helping franchisors and aspiring franchisors strategically turbocharge their business growth through a range of comprehensive online masterclasses, exclusive membership, and one to one mentoring. Head over to FranchiseBusinessSchool.com to find out more. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Entrepreneurs' Growth Club podcast. I'm joined today by the lovely Jenna Farmer. Hello, Jenna. Hi, Charlie. Thanks so much for having me. How's it going? Yeah,
1: good, thank you. Really Um, excited to charge your
0: sales. Oh, me too. I cannot wait. In fact, just before I came on this call, somebody else has bought the tickets. Now, I am very much the sort of person who will buy my ticket on the day it's released. So I cannot get my head around people who leave it this late. But let me tell you this, Jenna Farmer, there are people who leave it late.
1: Well, I've actually got my event next week and I was thinking, is it too late to try and sell more tickets? And I was literally thinking of you earlier because I was thinking... It's probably not too late.
0: No. Having said that, I went to be inspired and I bought the t- my ticket the day before. But that yeah, a good reason because I didn't know what I well, I suppose these people might not know what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know that I was available until the day before. <laughs> Anyway, we digress. If you haven't bought your ticket for supercharger sales, you still absolutely can right up until the day before I'm going to be leaving that um, those tickets on sale. But anyway, Jenna, tell everybody who you are. Hi everyone, I'm Jenna,
1: Um, I'm a journalist and PR and I help businesses um, get featured in the media. I do Charlie's PR, I work with other businesses as well and I'm just all about helping people get really great press coverage so they can get more eyes on their business.
0: And what I'm always interested in, and you have such a good story here, is like how did you get into it? So...
1: The short version was I used to be a teacher and then uh, many years ago, about 10 years ago now, um, I moved abroad to China to teach. Um, And when I was in China, I very suddenly become quite ill and got diagnosed. There's this point to this story. We got diagnosed with Crohn's disease. And from that, I started my blog and that was how I got into the media world. So I started a blog, and when I came back to England, and my blog sort of took off, and that's how, that was my segue into media. I didn't train as a journalist, but because I'd got this blog, I inadvertently started to get these coverage, although I didn't really know what PR was then, but I started to get PR for my blog, and a book that I wrote, started to write for more publications because my blog was sort of helping me get seen, and then... That was my job um, up until a few years ago when so many businesses were asking me, like, can you write about me? Can you put me forward for the articles that you're writing? How have you got yourself out there? Um, And so I started working with businesses to do exactly that. I was telling my own stories and I started to work with businesses to help them tell their stories, help them get really visible and Then after working with Charlie, eventually um, I found my niche and went all in on working with businesses on PR.
0: And how easy do you think it is to get businesses PR?
1: I, I think it's really easy. And this is actually a bit of a mindset shift that I've had since working with you, because for me, I'm like, Just send the email. But I realise that it's not as simple for, for everybody to just send the email. And that's like a lot of work that I'm doing around that, because for me, I'm really passionate, like about showing you that there is no like secret password. It's not about having so many connections like I started in the media world, not knowing anybody. Um, I'm not from London as you can probably hear from my accent I'm from Birmingham and so much of the media world we think is in London it's very glamorous it's very much people having connections I didn't know anyone in the media world at all Um, so it is absolutely possible uh, to put yourself out there and get in front of those editors I think more so than ever now because obviously you know we're online so much compared to when I was trying to be a journalist when I left school Um, Uh, But um, there is is so many ways to connect with journalists once you've understood how to do it, is what I would say. So as long as you get the understanding, it's absolutely possible to put yourself out there.
0: I think it's interesting, isn't it? Because we know what we know. So I I think sales is easy. I don't understand why people aren't, you know, continually filling up their sales funnel and having consistent sales. Um, And I look at you and I think, oh my gosh, like, what you do is absolutely amazing. But you just think, well, anyone could do it. 100%.
1: And I think as well, like, it's 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 realizing like you said the value of what you know and also um when i'm trying to explain it to people realizing that you're sometimes 10 steps ahead and it's realizing how can you break it down you know like with you i mean i've worked with you for so long and it was probably only recently that i'm like i'm going to follow up on every single email but you've been telling me that for years because that is second nature to you uh but for me um it was really hard to do at first so it's just exactly the same with PR, I think.
0: I think PR has a bit of a status to it as well. Yes, scares people. So the yes. way that me and Jenna met was that I, at the time, we were running phonics with Robot Reg classes online because of COVID, and in a Facebook group that we were in, I saw this lady um, saying that she was writing for the Independent and she wanted to review classes. Now back then, I didn't really know that much. Like we had been featured in a lot of of press, but I had always just thought it was like look of the draw type thing. But like my opinion was like, oh blimey, somebody writing for the Independent, you know, I want to impress this person. You know, she must be a big wig. She must really, She's fabulous. yeah. <laughs> well, and she is fabulous. But. I I do think that that is what holds some people back yeah but the reality was like the funny thing about the independent was
1: when I um when I was still teaching at the time I went to this event and I met someone that wrote for the independent and I was exactly the same I was like oh you know, did you, you know, who do you know there? Like, who's your connection? Did your dad work for the independent? Yeah. You did know, you like, how did you get in bed? Yeah, I was, oh, that's nice. I <laughs> know yeah, that's all, but I did. And she was much younger than me as well. She was something like 19, 20. And I said, oh, how did you do? Like, who did you know? Um, And she said, oh, I just sent them an email. So I got home and I was like, what? That like, it really blown my mind because I just, I'd assumed myself that the barriers were there because, you know, of what we see. So, and it was with the article, you know, I was at home with my son. It was really hard. He was one. And so I sent the editor an email. I was like, look, I will try anything to keep this child entertained for 10 minutes. I think loads of moms are in the same position. I think I could write a really good article. And she got me. He got back to me in like 10 minutes and was like, absolutely. But that was literally all I did. I just had the idea and thought, I can email. You know, I went onto Google and researched who to email for the independent. And it was literally that easy.
0: It's interesting as well, isn't it? Because if you put this into context of other things, what other things out there are we just one email away from? How- yeah, exactly.
1: Uh, so, it's so true and every time I get press coverage every single time that I post on my Instagram with press coverage about for clients I always get a message saying how did you do that I'm like well I just I just emailed the editor even from other PRs as well I'm like I just emailed the editor and it is so true and I do think as well one thing I'm not as great as is doing my own PR and putting myself forward more I'm trying to work on it because I'm just so busy with everyone else but I keep reminding myself I, you know, I am just one emailing away from pitching myself to write for X, Y, and Z or be on X, Y, and
0: Z podcast because I know I am because I've done it for everybody else. Um, what do you think are the benefits of getting your business out there in the media?
1: There's, nicely so many. I mean, I think the first thing. I mean, for service-based businesses. If we split them into two for service-based businesses it is about becoming known as the person and now with the clients that I work with the thing that they always get told is that oh you seem like you're everywhere people start coming to them you know like people start reaching out directly to them because they're just seeing them everywhere and I think although I love Instagram I love TikTok um one thing that you know PR does is that we're not relying on those algorithms where, you know, we are putting ourselves out there and hardly getting seen, which can be the case with the social media. But with PR, um, you know, not only is it getting that coverage and becoming that person, but it's really evergreen as well. So, you know, I have people that I've helped, you know, had one business that I'd helped, and she was in The Independent three years ago. And she still says now that, Almost every single new customer comes from that one article. So it's really evergreen in the sense that like if you do the work now, like if you did like three months of PR and then perhaps, um, you know, you were really busy the following month. If you've done it right, then you will still be getting that visibility from Google, from people finding you on old episodes of podcasts and all of those sorts of things. While with social media, overall, it tends to be a lot more, you know, fleeting because we go on to the next piece of content.
0: And do you think anybody can do it? Or do you think your business has to be a certain level? I think
1: any I think any type of level I think the biggest mistake people make is waiting like too late in their journey to do PR more publications now are really interested in like new businesses new launches and I see this with product-based businesses when they're launching something if they're doing a book launch or a subscription box it is so much easier to get coverage for like a new shiny thing than to leave it a year until like you've got a bit more investment and then try and cover a product that's a year old I find this especially with like product-based businesses because you know so many magazines feature you know new out this month new to read new to listen to um, and so on so I always say like especially if you've got something that you want to put out there the earlier you can start the better in terms of the type of business I think every type of business the only type of business I say that I wouldn't focus on PR is if your audience is solely like Teenagers, um, not like parents of teenagers, but teenagers because there's no teenage magazines like there used to be. Like, remember, like, Shout and just 17? There's oh. none like literally someone asked me and I was like there's literally everyone's on TikTok so like if you're genuinely not if you're you know like wanting to sell services to parents of those like counsellors or educational services but if you're literally like I've gotten you know I'm just targeting 15 year olds with their pocket money I would just not do PR because TikTok is where they all are it's absolutely crazy there's just literally none and being a teacher actually I should know that because I used to be an English teacher and I would say to them like Magazine or newspaper, and they'd look at me as if to say, "Like, what's news like about?" Like, they just don't read uh, the media. So that's the only example of when I've said to someone, "I would not do PR because you need to know where your audience is." But for every, uh, nearly every single type of business that I speak to, their audience is reading magazines, newspapers, listening to podcasts, watching TV and radio. There's only that very small example that isn't. a sugar magazine. Nothing. Luke, I think Shout was still around up until very recently. And oh, then that's right? just. I oh, know. What do they read? Like, how do they get their hair nice? <laughs> 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 My hair
0: wasn't nice. <laughs> um, yeah, but like those little teen quizzes, you know, like. I know, the- yeah. How will they know what their boyfriend type
1: is? They're going to go through that whole life. <laughs> I feel bad for them. I know it was so wholesome. I know it's really sad.
0: Wow, there you go. No. Okay, well, I've learned something new today. I didn't realize. <laughs> because there's still kids' magazines, but. Kids yeah, younger, younger, but then again, they, they're not buying the stuff, that, you know. If, no, that's. If, you,
1: you know, if you've got something that the parents are buying, but if you're directly trying to talk to those kids directly, like the older kids, it's really challenging. Browsers
0: um people have asked me before um have I made sales as a result of PR and I mean well the other thing I was going to say actually is we've had clients who we didn't even know that we were in a publication and they have come to us and and told us and that I think that for me is the power of PR yeah like actually people are spotting um but anyway a lot of people ask um, oh, do my sales my, like directly through PR yes. and whilst I you know I don't think that that is what it's about it's about being the voice of authority it's about lifting your um what would you say lifting your profile yeah yes. lifting your profile be, lifting your band, yeah. brand like being well known but yes. when I was launching one to many for Lisa Johnson um I was in the metro do you remember yeah. I was in the Metro and yeah. um, one um, lady had been speaking to her husband about me and how she's going to buy, and she forget. saw me in the Metro and she was like, it's a sign, <laughs> a sign that I should buy one too many through Charlie, so she did. So, yeah, you know, yeah. that's like I think- first-hand sales through PR.
1: I think it's about it depends what your like your product is as well and like what you do like for example you know if you've got a straightforward product that was you know this cream is gonna you know make you look 10 years younger and you get an article in the Independent saying this cream is gonna make you 10 years younger and people are searching for it and they're just gonna immediately click on that then you would see like direct sales so people that have like very specific products like i had one business that i worked with they had this uh superfood powder and then they found that it would help with blood pressure so they had an article in the express and that day like you know they had hundreds of new orders in that day because people read the article was like well i want to learn my blood pressure so i'm going to buy that that superfood powder however most people's business doesn't necessarily work like that especially if they're a service-based business who has like different offerings they might not even have something that's on sale right now but they want to grow their audience so that's like you say when there's two things first of all like you say that can come at any time so people can be finding you like on online versions six months afterwards a year afterwards so i always say to people don't necessarily think the day the article comes out that all those sales are from that and then it's finished you know it can continue it can be evergreen but also i think a lot of businesses don't realize that a big percentage of the sales that come from PR is also through your existing audience and that authority, which um, it sounds silly, but, you know, for example, when your book was featured by James Caan, we was like so excited and then you post it on your group and people was like, oh, I'm going to buy it, I'm going to buy it. And I was thinking, well, did you already know that you have the book out? It's been out, like five, it'd been out like three months before I even started working with you. And I think that is the thing, like, you know, I always say like when I had my son, He's four now, but I didn't know what to buy, so I would just find products. And if they said, like, we've been featured in the independent, I would just buy that product. Because I was like, that must be good, and I think that's the same thing, um, you know, with this visibility. But what a lot of businesses make the mistake of is they get the press coverage and then they just think like that is job done. And for sometimes it is job done. It will absolutely like you know with that metro article straight away. We saw people joining your group, but part of it is really shouting about it and get it on your website, getting it on your socials, having a highlights reel on Instagram, having a press page on your site, having every sales page with your graphics same way you've been featured because you need to make it work for you as well you can't just think I'll just sit back and it will do all of the work for me
0: and so if someone's listening to this and they're like right Jenna you've convinced me I'm doing it I'm starting right now where do they start
1: um so the simplest thing that you can do so if we say that it's a service-based business because I think most of your audience is service-based So if we say service based business, first of all, the easiest way to start with service based businesses is to write guest articles. So obviously you've wrote you've wrote lots of them, Um, because if you're a product based business, obviously you might approach journalists and send them your book or subscription box with a service based business. The value that you've got to offer is, you know, your content, your words your opinion your authority so i'd absolutely start by thinking okay what could i write about and i always say break it down into sort of two or three different things like what are you the expert in what's your lived experience and what sort of are your ideas as a thought leader so you know your opinions about your industry your strong statements that you want to make about your industry and start thinking, okay, what what sort of articles could I write around this? And take take a list and then start pitching yourself as a guest expert writer. And there's loads of business publications, uh, general business publications, but they might also be specific to your industry, like HR or like education um, that would take guest articles. Uh, Send them an email and say, this really great idea for an article this is what i'd cover and this is where you can find out more about me and you know that is the easiest way i think to get in pr as a service-based business as a product-based business then i would be focusing more on doing a little bit of research about the type of publications that would feature your product like do they have like a new product section do they have you know like a, a hit list do they have you know Meet the founder interviews, like start doing your research um, for that. So I use an app called Readily and it allows you to read like hundreds of magazines and newspapers. And sometimes if I'm stuck and I've got a client with a product, I would literally like Google the type of product and I would say, okay, it will bring up articles around those sorts of topics. This magazine covers it. And then we drop them an email and just let them know about our product. So it really does start with an email. But with product based businesses, you know, do your research and think where could it be featured? With service based businesses, I would start with pitching yourself as a guest writer, guest article writer.
0: Amazing. And um, so you're going to be at our Supercharge Sales event next yes. week on our panel we're having two panels one in the morning which is all about you developing you so that you can be the best business owner you can possibly be and one in the afternoon which is all about your business and what you can do to get your business out there create more sales and all of that sort of stuff so you're going to be on the business um, panel giving everybody your PR gems Have you got some good yes tips? 100% yeah I've got lots more <laughs> lots more it. your best one <laughs> yeah. um, and so if you That's haven't it. booked your ticket yet you need to book it because it's going to be, gonna look- be brilliant. and we're going to be doing the press release afterwards
1: I know I keep saying about this we've got some really good press coverage so then we're going to go and do another press release afterwards so if you're just in the right shot, you might get in a photo, you might get in the press
0: release. <laughs> we could charge extra for that, couldn't we? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And actually that's another great example of um, and and again, you know, your skills and your expertise as a PR, because you were like, oh yeah, we can definitely get some coverage for that event. And I was like, really? Can we? I did not think I would have thought that myself. You know, but it's been featured quite a lot. Yeah, I think it's because, you know, because I
1: did this as a journalist first. I can't, I can't tell you the, the emails I get each day. And I'm like, this is not a story. I had one yesterday that was like, Morrison's reduces the price of their sausage rolls by 50p. I don't know if you're allowed to say you're probably allowed to tell that on the podcast. I'm sure they're like, not listening. And I was like, this took your time to create a whole press. She created a whole press release. She didn't even just dropped me a quick email. She created a whole press release, and I thought, well, that's your motivation, Jenna, because like all of your clients are more interesting than saucy trolls. Um, people might <laughs> people might really like saucy trolls and disagree, but um, so I think there's you know there's always an angle for a story because. Um, I think people as well, and I always share in my Facebook group when I see these examples because people always say like I'm not interesting enough, like, I haven't got enough of a story. I saw another one the other day that I shared in my group that was looking for an expert on the right way to peel a banana, and I put that in the group and I was like, look, you always say like no one's interested, like look, someone's interested in a banana peeler. So like literally, there's a there's a place for everyone. Like there's literally a place for everyone. I
0: feel like the banana is quite a straightforward. Would peel. Well, you're not the expert though, so you would think that. I can't but... <laughs> oh
1: to read the article. I I'd love to know if they found it. I think one of the ways was actually dangerous, but I, I, I can't remember now, but I'm sure it was like you've got to be really careful.
0: <laughs> wowzers, wowzers. Um, Jenna, <laughs> I end all my podcasts in exactly yeah. the same way. So I've got my three questions for you. Yeah. First okay. one Who inspires you? um i I can i can't would
1: that be creepy if i said yeah should i pick someone else pick someone else pick someone else um I do think you're right. I'll just say you briefly, <laughs> and then I'll pick someone else. I mean, because Charlie, I, I'll pick you for a different reason. So Charlie really inspires me. Obviously, we know all the stuff that she's doing, but on a personal level, like she's a mum and she has a child a little bit older than mine, and I just think it is so inspirational seeing someone navigate the journey with a child because I just find it so hard to juggle at sometimes, And I just really appreciate where Charlie is doing so well at juggling the two because it can feel really hard and I think yeah I just think anyone that's juggling the two and doing amazingly I just think is absolutely brilliant um so that was you and another person that I really find inspirational is um well, yeah, I'll say Lisa Johnson. You introduced me to Lisa Johnson and I'm doing her one-to-many and I do really love everything that she puts out as well. I love how simple that she makes it and how, you know, like I was really, we talked about it at the time, but I was really on the fence about one-to-many and it's just changed my whole attitude to business, so definitely her as well.
0: Yeah, and I know what you mean about the mum thing as well because I remember when I first came into this space a lot, of the people that I followed and looked up to were amazing business owners but they didn't have any kids and even though we've only got one (laughs) which I do think some people but we've we've got um I do think where would you put another one like like, where would the other one go (laughs) but it makes a huge difference because I I would look at those business owners and think well yeah I I could probably take the world by storm if I didn't have a child taking up like you know a lot of my time and a lot of my brain yeah a hundred percent
1: and just being open about how you juggle it as well I think a lot of mums don't want to necessarily say like oh I'm at an event all day in case people are like where's the child you're like well he deserves another as a parent but um, like so like I think I yeah I think the fact that you're open and we see I like obviously I see you on Instagram doing the both really well and I think
0: that's really really great. Don't always feel like I'm doing the both really well, but I'm glad. Yes. That's how it comes across. <laughs> um, number two, give me a book that you would recommend.
1: So I really like She Made It. So it's by Angelica Maylene, and it, it's 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 a general sort of female founder women in business book. I, I really I think I learn the most from business. Books that just have like loads of case studies i've discovered like i really struggle when it's just uh, just one author talking 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 so when people are like this person did this this person did this i find it really inspirational so it's it's really easy to it's got different sections and it's just how each businesswoman sort of did their own thing in the industry
0: how awesome i haven't read
1: that yeah it's really good
0: um and finally what is a piece of advice you would give to a fellow entrepreneur um about PR or just in general? Give me a speech. Why not over dinner? Okay. So
1: in general, uh, I would <laughs> I would say there really is a benefit on getting really clear on your messaging and your ideal audience. Now, Charlie might have told me this once or twice, um, and I did mainly ignore her, but it was true, and I really held on for the longest time. There's so many topics that I'm passionate about, and I really held on to talking about them all, and the minute that I just honed down into PR, which I really, really love, I just like everything changed in my business. Like I was just so much happier. Um, People were just recommending me left, right and centre. People knew exactly who I was and what I was doing as opposed to like doing five different things. Um, and I was really adamant, like, no, I love so many different things there's so many things I'm passionate about. But I think getting really clear on your messaging and thinking you can't be all the things for every different single person. So who are you actually trying to work with? What is your single message? And if you can't sum it up in a couple of lines, then move on, because that was my problem. It was taking me like a whole paragraph. Um and so yeah, that would be my biggest business tip. Just nail down, get clear. I know it's really hard, but it does really help.
0: And have you got a PR one as well?
1: Yeah. And um, my PR one would just be my PR one actually would be Twitter. So no one talks about Twitter anymore. Everyone, I mean, I don't think people even realise it exists because everyone's on TikTok and Instagram. All the journalists are on Twitter and it's literally, it's a completely free way to connect with journalists. You go onto Twitter, you search the hashtag journal request, do it a few times a day. You will find journalists looking for experts, case studies. I've had someone this week, Being stylist, just because I said to her, just check Twitter and she found someone on stylist and she replied to them. It's just a resource that's completely there. There's loads of journalists, none of them are on Instagram or TikTok. So just take
0: five minutes a day to look on Twitter and you will find connections. Awesome jenna um well jenna is actually a podcast sponsor so you will have already heard in the middle of this podcast how you can find jenna where you can um you know go and follow her and join her group and stuff but um you can give us a little a little rundown but i always say about jenna she is a hidden gem and um we should all be working with her because she gets everyone featured in the press literally everyone um so anyway tell everyone where you can find them yeah, so you
1: can find my free group, uh, Get Your Business in the Media with Jenna Farmer. Just what it says on the tin now because of Charlie helping with my messaging. So get your business in the media with Jenna Farmer. I'm on Instagram, Jenna Farmer PR. Um, and, yet those, and I've got a podcast, uh, PR in Your Pocket, which is PR tips every single week-ish.
0: <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much, Jenna. Thank you. I just want to talk to you about Jenna Farmer. Um, Jenna is one of my podcast sponsors. She also is in my mastermind and she takes care of all of the PR for Charlie Day sales. So if you want to make 2023 the year that you and your business is featured in magazines, newspapers and TV jenna farmer is a journalist and pr who teaches businesses how to consistently get amazing press coverage that helps take their business to the next level to start your pr journey join jenna's free facebook community and get your business in the media with jenna farmer All of the links for that are in the show notes. Um, You can also follow Jenna on Instagram for quick and easy PR tips. She's Jenna Farmer PR. Go and um, check Jenna out because she is amazing. She's had me featured all over the place, including Red Magazine, um, Forbes, I've been in all sorts of places. So um, Jenna is definitely worth checking out. We are really pleased with the work that she's done for us. My final podcast sponsor for this episode is Natalie Skinner at The Fixer. Natalie is absolutely fabulous. And if you are wearing too many hats, trying to do a million and one things and finding that there are never enough hours in the day, then maybe it's time to work smarter rather than harder and introduce proven tools and systems that can keep your business moving forward without the overwhelm or stress. Not sure where to start? Natalie Skinner at The Fixer specializes in putting systems and processes in place to transform your customer journey, allowing you to scale with ease and reclaim your time to focus on what really matters to you. You can get in touch with Natalie. In the show notes are all her contact details. Thanks for listening.